going beyond the headlines, getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Good Tuesday afternoon. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. It's been a big day for a number of reasons. Obviously, there was the little announcement over a pipeline. But also, this is our Mayor's Day at 770 CHQR because we recognize that as much as we have listeners here in Calgary, we have a lot of people outside of Calgary. And we thought, let's set aside a day to talk with the mayors of Airtree, Okotoks, Cochrane. And then in the next few weeks, we're going to broaden that and talk to other communities as well because we know that you are listening from all over southern Alberta and we want to make sure your issues are heard. You have heard earlier today Danielle speaking with the mayor of Okotoks, Rob just speaking with Peter Brown from Airdrie and this hour I am pleased to introduce Jeff Janung. He is the mayor of Cochrane. Jeff thanks so much for coming into the studio today. My pleasure. We're also putting this up on Facebook Live if you'd like to tune in that way as well. And the whole idea behind Mayor's Day is to get a sense of some of the issues facing the communities that are outside of Calgary. Before we get into that, I want to find out a little bit about Jeff. Jeff, how long have you lived in Cochrane? I've pretty much lived in Cochrane my entire life. Born in Calgary, moved to Cochrane in 1976 with my parents. And so that was grade two for me. So you could do the math or, yeah, it's 30. Then we have to ask you how old you are, but it's been over 30 years? Just turned 50. Just turned 50. And you just became mayor in the last provincial municipal elections in October. Correct. Why did you think it was important to throw your name out there for mayor? Uh, I've always been interested in municipal politics. I was on council a couple of terms from 2001 to 2007 uh, as a councillor. My kids were young. Uh, I had a business in the community. Um, Just I stepped away and always thought that it would be nice to come back. In fact, I told the story this morning. I was interviewed by a grade two student, uh, so second interview today, in our community, she was asking uh, the same question. So I worked for um, the owner of the IGA store when I was in grade 10, and he was mayor of Cochrane. So it's kind of always been in the back of my head. Uh, my life worked out at this time to be to allow me to be able to run. So, And I think you really have to have the room in your life to take on a job like this. So I do at this time, and I stepped in, and here I am. Did you say a grade 2 student asked you the same question I'm asking, so a grade 2 student could do my job? Uh, she asked a lot of tough questions, so <laughs> I'm hoping little, you'll be a little easier I'll on little, me. be a little easier on you. So in that time, and that's a great perspective for someone who has lived there for well over 30 years, to talk about what your community has done as far as growth in that period. Give me a sense of how quickly Cochrane has been growing. Uh, Cochrane's exploded. Uh, we've been the number one uh, growing community in Canada um, for, and or if not the, in the top five for quite a few years now in a row. Um, we just finished our municipal census. We're just under 28,000 people, up 5.9% from last year. In a downturn economy, uh, Cochrane continues to grow. Um, we've seen 11% since 2016, and uh, the numbers are, uh, when I talk to my colleagues in other communities who are not quite so fortunate to be in a, in the same climate as we are around Calgary. Um, they're, consi- they, they have different issues and that's, uh, ones that growth, 
uh, non-growth issues. Mm. So. Well, and growth comes with some issues as well, and I do want to address those in a second. But if we were to look at the population of Cochrane then, I don't need exact figures, but is it still um, a majority of those are traveling into Calgary to work? Uh, primarily. Um, we've fought hard in the past to uh, fight against being a bedroom community mm-hmm. of Calgary. Um, I, I don't think it's a, it's a bad thing. We have a lot of people that want to live in our community that actually work in Calgary, and there's there's good things about that. Right. Um, uh, Cochrane has grown, and part of the, the good things that growth has brought has uh, been uh, we have more of an, our own identity. Um, you can now work, live, and play in Cochrane without having to travel into the city. Um, we don't look down upon you if you do that. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of people that still do. But uh, as we are growing and attracting uh, more chain um, retail outlets, et cetera, um, you, can, you can graduate from Cochrane and live in Cochrane and work in Cochrane. Well, and I wanted to say that. So you mentioned retail chains. What are some other key economic sectors that people would look to Cochrane and say, yeah, that's what Cochrane's known for? I'm so happy you asked that. Uh, I've been working hard since the election to... Um, not just me, but the, our team, uh, to find an identity for Cochrane and take us um, to the next level. Mm-hmm. We're obviously growing. Um, I think we're on the, the brink of, of greatness. We're a great community already, and I think the secret's out. Uh, that's why we're growing. But we have a, an underlying uh, tech industry in Cochrane that uh, uh, a couple of innovators back in, uh, I don't know the exact date, but quite a few years back, started a um, Dynastream Innovations in Cochrane, uh, caught global um, recognition on the, and grew it into uh, a huge tech business. It was uh, bought out by Garmin, and now we have Garmin's mm. second headquarters in Cochrane. And now we have another, and they, they employ 130 uh, people um, that some of them live in Calgary and actually commute to Cochrane. <laughs> Calgary's so, the bedroom community for Cochrane. Exactly, thank <laughs> yes. you. And another com- uh, business that we have too is Four Eyes that uh, are around 70 employees. Uh, so we're, I would like Cochrane to be recognized for its uh, deep um, history in the ranching and farming communities outside of Calgary, but also um, for the innovation and uh, the tech that we can attract. So we're, we're trying to become maybe that uh, Silicon Valley to the north. Well, you know what, and that's, that's a great idea, though, because we have heard for many years now the tech sector saying Alberta isn't putting enough emphasis on that. And suddenly when the oil and gas industry is changing, they're saying, wait, here we are. But maybe it's because I'm Calgary-centric. I, get, I keep thinking, all right, what's Calgary doing mm-hmm. to attract and keep those tech startups? Never thought that right behind or in our backyard, we've got Cochrane doing the same thing. Yeah. Well, and I think as a region, we should be looking at that. It's not just Cochrane, uh, Calgary, Airdrie, Okotoks. Um, I'm glad you saved the best till last, but uh, <laughs> I have to give a little shove out to my uh, colleagues there. But uh, Cochrane's really, we're looking for something that, uh, like tech is a clean industry, well-paying jobs. Um, we're hoping that the money that those people are making will stay in our economy and uh, and just continue to help Cochrane uh, see the valley through of the the oil and energy sectors downturn. 
And so then how do you attract those companies? How do you, how do you say pick Cochrane over Calgary or over Airdrie or, or Okotoks? Uh, well, obviously I'd be happy if they came to Cochrane first. Yeah. I think as a region that uh, if they move any of these startups came to any of these communities, we're all going to uh, reap the benefits. But uh, Cochrane in specific, uh, we've already, as I said, have those two fairly significant global um, businesses that are out there. And there's others too, mm-hmm. um, smaller ones, but they're, they're making noise out there globally. So I went to a uh, Smart Cities conference in Las Vegas um, in November, I believe it was. And Canada had a pavilion down there. Alberta had a, a section inside that pavilion and Cochrane uh, businesses were front and center mm. right down there in Las Vegas. So it was uh, an eye opener for me, but also to come back and to be able to start spreading the word that this is something we need to get in front of. So how tough is it as far as a balancing act then? Because as the mayor, you want to see growth, but you've got residents. Your parents still live there. They they moved there when, did you say it was 1,200 people when your parents yes. moved there in the yeah. 70s? So you've got people who moved to Cochrane because they loved the small town feel of it. So how do you balance those things where you still want to see growth? Um, well, and that, that was front and center in the election. Um, people are upset with what growth has brought. Mm-hmm. Uh, infrastructure is somewhat behind. Um, not always on the town of Cochrane, as you know, there's two major highways that go right through our community. Um, and one of the things that is actually a boon to us and is attracting people is where we're situated, but it's also something that has given us uh, great challenges and hurdles of the valley, the river, the railway, two major highways. Right. Um, these are all things that, uh, that we have to deal with as a community and with growth and the pressures with more people, obviously our traffic has been front and center um, as a cyclist, I'm sure you've uh, oh, ridden yeah. by all the parked cars sometimes. Mm-hmm. So we're working on that. It's uh, it's slow, and we have to work with the province, obviously, on those two highways and an intersection. But uh, we're working, again, on some of our own internal roadway networks that we can help alleviate some of the pressure. And uh, I've recently uh, met with CPR. Um, they're obviously a major player in uh, what we're doing in our community with uh we have two major intersections that go across the tracks and that's right. a bottleneck. So um, I said I would try and do something different as mayor and I've started to take the focus off the province. I mean, we're always going to keep that pressure on there. But uh, now two blocks over, we have a major railway that every time a train goes by and that's a roughly 30 a day go through Cochrane, um, it stops everything. So if we can take that bottleneck away, I think we're, we're in good shape. But that's a major Oh, yeah. Major project for sure. 403-974-8255, because we also want to give you an opportunity, whether you're a resident in Cochrane or you're like me. I head out to Cochrane quite a bit because there's some great cycling out there or you just love going for the ice cream. I want to hear from you as well. And Jeff is prepared to take your questions. 403-974-8255. You know, that's the number to call and text. It is Mayor's Day here on 770 CHQR. My guest this hour is the Mayor of Cochrane, Jeff Janung. We are back after this. 403-974-8255. Jeff Janung, he is the mayor of Cochrane. And you just put me on the spot in the commercial break. (laughs) We talked about cycling. What kind of bike do you have? Um, What kind of bike do I have? 
Oh, he's one of those bike people. He's going to judge me on the bike I have. Um, No, we are not talking about cycling. We are talking about Cochrane. And whether you are a resident of Cochrane or if you just like to visit Cochrane, if you have any questions for Jeff, 403-974-8255. I've got lots more questions for him as well. But I'm going to try to... Uh, put a few of your questions and texts in as well. Uh, one person, though, uh, maybe it's a couple of people. Someone said, so 28,000 people is a town uh, with a question mark. And then someone else said, Jeff, is it time to become a city? Great question. Yeah. Uh, something that we get asked all the time. Uh, the town of Cochrane uh, could have become a city at 10,000. Uh, I believe Chestermere has become a city. Mm. Uh, they're smaller than Cochrane. Um, we, there's... Two, two answers to the question. One is um, that small town feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I joked about it earlier. We, it's hard to, be a, to have that small city feel. Um, so a small town, the name town, uh, just, you Branding know, the image. Yep, yeah, the image it's, uh, yep. so you do think of small town, mm-hmm. which Cochrane still is. And the other one is actually fairly significant. Um, becoming a city, it changes uh, boundaries with the province. Um, we would then have to be in control of the two major highways I spoke about before the break. And those projects would then become uh, Cochrane's mm. uh, responsibility. So they're large. Uh, we're hoping to see some some help from the province, obviously, on all of those. So right now to tax our our small town <laughs> with right. that. Even would for be, your tax base, be, yeah, that'd yeah. be pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, and I think people like to hear the town of Cochrane. It has a better visual when we think of going to the town of Cochrane. Let's get in a phone call here and uh, we'll get back to some text questions as well. Hi, Robert. Oh, hi there. How you doing? Nice to hear your voice again. You bet. Or maybe it's Jeff voices you want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you know what? I was looking at establishing my business in Cochrane because a lot of what they did there was sustainable and had a lot of that country feel to it. And then we started talking to realtors, and they said to, for, to, to rent, you know, to lease a place, to lease a proper, property. And what they said was, at least eight to ten businesses every year go broke in Cochrane because the town does not support their own town. Everyone goes into Calgary, and that is what stopped me from from moving. And then I looked what happened to the the what's it called, the Cochrane Cook Center, you know, right on the main. That was something that was advocated for, for new businesses to come in and incubate, and it's now gone. Someone tried to buy it out or sell it or whatever, and they're gone too. So it, the businesses come and go, and I, I don't know how you deal with that. Okay, Robert, thanks for the call. And that would be probably a question that a lot of small communities outside of Calgary deal with. So what would your response be to Robert? Um, well, I've had a business in Cochrane for, oh, since 2002, um, so I've, I mean, we experience ups and downs mm-hmm. with the economy, just like any other business. Um, the town has an economic development office. Um, they work hard to facilitate a good environment for the business sector. We have a strong chamber of commerce. Um, but ultimately, um, the choices that some, and I'm not picking on anyone. I don't, I want to be clear about that, but there it's that we can't control the market ultimately. Right. 
So, um, I well, think- and even Robert saying, how can you make sure the town supports local business? Well, the town is in residence, but ultimately that does come down to the choice of residence and, you know, business is business. And what do you do to make sure that you've got the customers staying in Cochrane as opposed to going to Calgary? Yes. Well, one thing that we have done, um, we have a, a low business tax in Cochrane. Um, lower than all of the surrounding communities. Uh, we were just talking about it when we set the budget here uh, in the spring or fall. I mm-hmm. guess I've, it's been such a whirlwind these yeah. past seven months. Um, it's, but we do have a lower tax rate for commercial. Well, and that would be something that would support businesses for sure. 403-974-8255. I'm going to take a break here. I've got lots of texts coming in. Uh, you can call as well if you've got a question for Jeff. We are talking to Jeff Janung. He is the mayor of Cochrane. It is part of Mayor's Day here on 770 CHQR. We're back after this. Do you live in Cochrane? Have you visited Cochrane? Well, then you'll be interested in listening to my guest, Jeff Janung. He is the mayor of Cochrane. This is part of Mayor's Day that we had today. We have spoken with the mayor of Okotoks, the mayor of Airdrie, and now we are speaking with Jeff. And then in the next few weeks or so later this summer, we're going to make sure that we touch base with other communities around Calgary just to be able to find out what some of their issues are. 403-974-8255. If you have any questions, for Jeff. He would love to answer them. Let me just see here. I've got a few texts here, Jeff, that I wanted to share with you. Hi, Angela. Can you please ask Jeff if they've considered doing a lane reversal on the 1A Hill in rush hour to alleviate congestion? That is coming from Allison, who is a Cochrane resident. So yes, the 1A Hill. Yes. Um, that came up during the election. We were all bantering around about what can we do differently um, yes, it's going to take a lot of money and the province has to act on twinning the highway. But in the meantime, is there something that we could do differently with the in- infrastructure that we have, the, maybe utilize it a little differently to alleviate some of the traffic problems? So that was something that we asked Alberta Transportation. Uh, that third lane is a climbing mm-hmm. lane for mm-hmm. heavy trucks. Uh, they quickly said no to that. So um, that was asked of the province and of course, it's theirs. So Well, yeah, unless you want to become a big city. <laughs> right. No, uh, but even as you say, lane reversal, it seems like such a simple solution that we've seen here in Calgary as well. It takes a while for people to get used to mm-hmm. when they reverse the lanes, but then it can be a, a solution for sure. Uh, another one here says, after living in Calgary most of my life, I absolutely love living in Cochrane, never want to move. As Jeff said, there's more industry than people are uh, realize, but mostly it's just a gorgeous, peaceful place to live. We need our highways twinned. But other than that, it's awesome. And, oh, Jeff rocks. That's from Rob Lowe. So you've got a huge fan out there. But that whole idea of twinning highways that goes back to what you were originally saying, the problems that you face as a community then. Yes, uh, we've been, well, the, the twinning of the 1A highway in particular has been spoken about by the province since the early 80s. Um, my parents, who you mentioned still live in Cochrane, had a property in proximity to the 1A and actually moved away from that with thinking that the highway was going to be twinned in the 80s. So still here we hasn't are. Happened. Uh, Although the... The intersection that we talk about of the 1A and 22, that yes. was announced. What, when did the province say that they're going to be at least changing that intersection? Uh, last year, a uh, lot of hard work by the previous mayor 
and council to uh, advocate to the province that we need uh, improvements. They did highlight that they were going to uh, fix that intersection, 1A and 22. So it's in design right now. Uh, they announced that last year. They also had that they were going to twin all the way up the hill, as what the, the right. text had referred to. Yeah. But then they split the project into two because it's such a large amount of dollars. Um, so they're saying it's still on track. They would like to see the, the earliest it would be under construction would be the fall of 2019 uh, and then a two-year build. Mm. So we're also starting a new bridge of our own this year going across the Bow River um, that we'll, um, we're hoping we'll have that done before the, they start working they start on the that. Other. We don't want our entire community under construction. Oh, yeah, that would be a tough one. Uh, one person, again, it seems like traffic is the issue, and maybe you've answered this already. Let me just see. My wife and I are looking forward to moving to the Heartland area just west of Highway 22. What's the long-term plan for that key bottleneck 1A and 22? So that's yeah. what we've answered, right? So that's that same intersection we were talking about. Hopefully the, uh, the listener is satisfied with your answer there. When we talk about the growth of it, and we've heard this from the other communities too, that sometimes, you know, there are some negatives and one of those is crime. Does Cochrane have to deal with a lot of crime? Uh, we have no bad people in Cochrane. None. No. <laughs> that's, that's the banner. Yeah. No bad yeah. people live here. I could have said that better. But uh, <laughs> uh, of course, we've seen an increase. Uh, we added three RCMP members uh, to our budget last year. Um, we're trying to be proactive. Um, we realize that was something I campaigned on, actually, that uh, we're seeing growth uh, problems in traffic. That's the easy one to identify. But mm-hmm. uh, there's social imp- implications that come, and crime is one of those. So adding the three RCMP members was uh, an act to kind of nip that in the bud, if you will. Um, we do have, we've had quite a few car thefts, um, crimes of opportunity, right. people not locking their cars at night, and it's easy pickings. So uh, we've been trying to get that message out to the public. And I think that's every community. Yeah. Lock your doors. But you think it's a small town. Do you guys lock your doors in your house? You know, I mean, I'm sure that's that change of thinking, too, as as a community grows. Let's take a break here. Speaking of traffic, Calgary has traffic issues as well, and we do that every day at 337. Let's find out how the drive home is going. It's Mayor's Day here on 770 CHQR. Jeff Janung is the mayor of Cochrane. 403-974-8255. You were joking in the break there. I think Peter Brown, Airdrie Mayor, did he text you? He did. Yeah. He, we um, like to tease one you another. You like to tease one another. I, I want to know, though, do you, the relationship that the smaller communities around Calgary have. Do you work together to have similar issues that you can go to the province and say, this is what we need as as a bedroom community, so to speak, for Calgary? Uh, well, I've really enjoyed getting to know, uh, particularly uh, Mayor Robertson from Okotoks and, and Mayor Brown from Airdrie. The two of them, have uh, they've been at this for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm a new kid on the block uh, in their arena, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, I Peter reached out to me very early on after the election, and uh, we sat down, had lunch together. Um, we've been to conferences together um, there's 21 municipalities in Alberta that uh, we call ourselves the mid-sized cities uh, mayors caucus. Mm-hmm. And we talk about just what you said, um, issues that face communities our size. Uh, we're advocating together as a group to the province to have change in some areas. So, Well, yeah. and so, yeah, strength in numbers, so to speak. Uh, here's a text. What is the mayor's opinion on an Olympic bid? Well, I love the Olympics. 
love sports. I think if Calgary was successful in the Olympic bid, um, the economic spinoff for Cochrane would be enormous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we would say, hey, come on out out to our community, check it out while you're here visiting for the Olympics, or maybe we could house some athletes. Or um, I would love to sit down with Mayor Nenshi and that group and if see, it got to that yeah, point, uh, and just discuss what Cochrane could help do to make that a reality. Yeah, because sometimes Olympics also mean you're going to have higher rents and people use this as an opportunity to gouge tourism and everything else too. So some, you know, I I know we know how contentious Olympics are. Let's um, get to the phones here and see what John has to say. Hi, John. What's your question for Mayor Janung? Hey, Jeff. Good afternoon. It's John here, longtime resident of Cochrane. Just wondering what your thoughts are on the benefits of the cannabis industry coming into Cochrane and, uh, if it would ever be an idea to take the existing old Canadian tire and turn that into a into a cannabis production facility where it could provide a lot of employment for people in Cochrane and create a better tax basis for the town, of course, as well. What are your thoughts, Jeff? Uh, interesting idea. Um, we've obviously been talking about cannabis for quite some time since the federal government has imposed that on the entire country. Mm-hmm. Uh, the current, the, well, the old Canadian tire site is. Uh, currently still owned by the Canadian Tire Corporation, so that would be something they would actually have to agree with. Uh, I I haven't heard that idea before. Uh, Everybody's got an idea for that particular site. It's been vacant for a few years now. Um, To see something move in and um, provide jobs and an economy to that particular mall would be excellent. Um, If it were cannabis, I guess uh, that is is one use, I guess. We did discuss it last night at Council where uh, we just passed our retail... Um, bylaw where we're going to allow retailers of cannabis in Cochrane. So, right, uh, John. Any other thing? Any other questions for Jeff? Yeah, Jeff. I know, uh, being a longtime resident, and I know even a lot of Calgarians that actually come through the town on the weekends, especially on the long weekends. There's that inevitable traffic jam at the intersection of 1A and 22, and west of uh, of 22 and the 1A, the wait can be you know 20, 30 minutes, which really causes a lot of havoc for the residents there is there anything that the town council can really do to speed up or expedite that process i know the government's promised for years and years and years and the ndp have actually said they're going to do something about it but do you actually think that we'll see some progress forward on this before uh, mr kenny steps in and takes over the helm John, thanks for the question. And and I think you've pretty much answered that as well. Hopefully, what they said, starting construction 2019. Uh, earliest would be fall 2019. Right. Uh, obviously, there's an election, and that's what the caller is uh, referencing. To? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm nervous about that, to be honest with you, but uh, I'm holding fast. The The province has promised us this, this intersection, so we're going to try and hold it. And you're nervous because we could see a change in government and you're just hoping whatever that change is still sticks with that original plan to upgrade that intersection. Correct. Wow, 30 minutes? Is it that long sometimes? Is John close uh, On a long weekend. Um, wow. It's all, all you Calgarians. Yeah, it, it, well, and that's just <laughs> it. And then some Calgarians will say, yeah, I have a hard time finding a parking spot at the sea trains because it's all you Cochrane residents. Oh. <laughs> Do you ever have conversations with Marinacci about... How, because I know Mayor Nancy has at one point even suggested, maybe we've got to figure out a way that we can get some more revenue from all the communities that use, come into our city and use our services. Well, I think we're already talking about that. Uh, The province has mandated that growth management board. Um, Ten municipalities, including the three rurals around Calgary, are all sitting together. 
talking about those very topics. Yeah. So regionally, and I, I'm happy to see that. I mean, as much as we were talking about uh, Airdrie, Cochrane, Calgary, uh, all of us with these borders, uh, we are a region. And I think if we zoom out and take a look at all these things from, a, a, you know, the 40,000 foot level and get an idea what works best for all of us mm-hmm. and start pushing and pulling in the right direction together, like you said earlier, I think that's the key. Jeff, remind me, because I know Airdrie, and I, I won't remember the public transit name, but they're trying to um, bring in people from Airdrie to Calgary. Is it called ICE, the Inter? Yeah, I, and I think, I think you're right. Is there anything in Cochrane at all when it comes to people who don't want to have to drive into the city, but maybe there's a system that they can be dropped off at the C-Train in Rocky Ridge? Yeah, we have a Cochrane commuter, it's called. Okay. Or I think they've just switched to called be called On It. Uh, Southland operates that, private enterprise. Um, they have, and we're, internally we're having a discussion now about the merits of transit in Cochrane. So we're talking with Southland about if we were to pursue transit, we do have a grant in place that we can access funds from the, the province, $6 million that we match with three of our own. So $9 million to put towards a transit system internally in Cochrane, but how that can be a regional, um, yeah, that's all part of the discussion. Right, because then you take a lot of the load off of 1A, as that one uh, texter was saying, even yeah. the idea of reversing how that can be such a bottleneck. So is there ways of getting more people um, to public transit in Calgary? All right, let me just see uh, another uh, text here. I'm a resident of Cochrane for 11 years. We love living there, even though our children go to private school in Calgary and I have a business office in Airdrie. Lots of driving, but highway driving less stressful than traffic in the big city we love Cochrane. We do all our sports in Cochrane. Lots to choose from. Oh, all right. So it's not really a question. It's just saying we love Cochrane. You probably love hearing those texts. Oh, um, and you know what? I hear a lot. Uh, it's, I've been lucky as mayor that you do get a lot of uh, negative responses from people and criticism, but uh, I've been overwhelmed with how uh, you know, there's something about Cochrane. People love to be from Cochrane, love to visit Cochrane. Um, it's I've had a lot of positive remarks. Okay, enough positive. Let's go with this one. <laughs> no, uh, we live just outside of Cochrane and farm. We need a PV Mart, UFA or tractor supply to fill the needs of the rural community. Currently, we have to go to Airdrie or High River. Your response to that? Um, I, I guess I could reach out to those, those UFAs, businesses. the PV yeah. Marts? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean it's, it's uh, not up to you, but obviously a business has to say, is there, is it viable here? Yeah. Are we going to have enough of a, a we customer We need to provide base? the commercial zoning for something like that to be able to move to Cochrane, and we're currently doing that. Maybe the old Canadian tire. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, here's one. Okay, it's a broken up text. I'll do my best. What happened that developers in Cochrane have had no accountability for helping to plan and pay for road access in and out of communities. Every single new community development has one entrance and exit. This is a major issue contributing to the traffic... Contributing to the traffic, yeah, sorry, I, I, I was doing a oh, traffic problem as well. We live in Riversong and we have no choice but to suffer dirty and dangerous construction traffic. Why wouldn't you, okay, yeah, why wouldn't, why wouldn't you do something about that? No, I'm sure I'm missing some major, I apologize, but why wouldn't you demand developers pay for an alternate road access 
to access the lower area. And that's from Angela Cochran, resident. Angela, I apologize. Sometimes texts come in so broken. I sound like I'm in second grade reading for the first time. But uh, can you respond to Angela's query there? Of course. Um, that was also uh, an issue brought up in the election. Um, one way in, one way out communities. Uh, and it is contributing to a lot of the traffic woes in Cochrane. It's something this council has taken head on. And not just this council, but... Uh, there were plans in place to have alternate accesses in and out of these communities. But what happens is when they're planned, um, it's growth that will trigger the second access. So um, something I'd like to see is maybe some of those second access get built earlier on in a community rather than at the end, which is what uh, the texture is talking about. So we are building a second, uh, working on a second access into Sunset Ridge, one of our larger communities. The bridge I spoke about earlier will help um, with a second access into River Song, where that uh, particular individual mm-hmm. lives. Um, it's something we realize, uh, and I'd like to work on the planning side of things. Um, the developers are paying, There's um, and they are accountable. It's uh, I think we need to have our plans in place. Well, the, the plans are in place early, but maybe when the infrastructure gets built, it needs to be looked at, and that's what we're doing now. This one from Neil. Back in 1970, maybe 71, I was the spray painter on the crew that painted the yellow Highway 22 bridge. I swear the sad-looking thing hasn't seen a drop of paint since. (laughs) That might be an easy thing, but that would probably not be in your jurisdiction if it's on Highway 22. It it is the province's bridge, but funny thing, I still call it the yellow bridge. I don't know if it's been yellow for... For quite a few years. <laughs> well, uh, Neil was part of painting it back in 1970 or 71. Um, Terry from Cochrane says, what about Cochrane next? Referring to Calgary next that hasn't really gone anywhere. Any plans? Well, this might tie in with another one. Let me see another text here. What is the town's plans for the current rodeo grounds? The old curling rink question mark. Maybe that could be a Cochrane Next location. I ran into Mr. King once at a football game mm-hmm. last fall, and I was newly elected and all full of uh, myself, I guess, maybe, and uh, <laughs> joked with him saying, hey, Cochrane will uh, will build uh, the arena. A Cochrane Next? And uh, you just have to get your residents out here to, to watch the game. So he, <laughs> he quickly put me in my place and said, nah, now, now. Um, but uh, back to the rodeo grounds, we, we are studying that this year. We're calling it the uh, tri-site concept plan. Um, it's part of a three-site um, plan that we're looking at over the summer to identify what could be on that uh, current rodeo ground site. Um, we're working under the assumption that the rodeo will stay in Cochrane. If the residents and uh, ultimately tell us that's not what they would like to see, then we will look at other alternatives. But um, I think it's it's actually unique to have a, a rodeo in the center of our community. Uh, I think your your town has a small rodeo in the center of its community. <laughs> yeah. uh, seems to be working. Um, so we have other issues about traffic and things that we need to work out, which we're working on to make that viable. But uh, there could be an outdoor amphitheater on that site uh, that has a rodeo component to it. It doesn't have to be. Um, could be a place for fireworks and Canada Day celebrations, hmm. uh, arts. Some ideas being thrown around. Yeah. So we're working on that now. Jeff, um, uh, great, great, great questions, rather. Thanks so much for taking part in this. And Jeff, I'm glad you were able to come by and tell us all about Cochrane. This was awesome. Thanks for having me. Jeff Janung, he is the mayor of Cochrane. We've got news coming up next.